You're listening to Travel Talk Weekly with Rob and Carrie Stewart, travel experts, authors, and TV hosts. Join them every Tuesday as they take you to amazing destinations all over the globe. Whether it's cruising the seven seas, exploring Europe, or being pampered at an all-inclusive resort, Travel Talk Weekly is your passport to the world. Hello, my fellow traveler. Robin Carey Stewart here from the Creating Magic Vacation Studio in beautiful and very cool, finally, St. Petersburg, Florida. Welcome to Travel Talk Weekly. This is episode number 106, original air date, October 19th, 2021. And by way of travel news this week, we're going to kick off the show with a pro tip. And that is around the latest concern about flights canceling. We all know Southwest had this little flight issue about a week ago. And we also have a little tip on when's the best time to purchase a flight. Yes. And concerning Southwest, you know, their their pilots stood up to the system and said, you know what? You guys are mandating, and most of these guys are military guys, and they're like, oh, you're going to you're gonna mandate that we get the vaccine? Uh, no, thank you. And they won. So here's really the best answer. We have no way to predict the future, obviously. The news media definitely is stirring the pot on the mandates airlines may face. Our advice always has been, and now more than ever, get trip insurance. If your flight gets canceled, your trip is protected. And if you are on your trip or traveling when this happens, know what your backup options are for other airlines or transportation. Because here's what happens. If a flight suddenly cancels, then everyone starts scrambling at the same time. The airlines will rebook you, but they do it by machine. So there is no human that is going to help you get that best time at the first crack. So if you sit back and do nothing, it would be a possibility that like in this case, Southwest, may put you on a flight that instead of leaving on Sunday, you're now leaving on Tuesday, even though they have flights that leave on Monday. You have to be your own best advocate. And would those said machines be called computers? Yes, they would. You're being just fancy here. (laughs) If you know your options in advance and have already done the research, then you're one step ahead of everyone and you can immediately go book that new ticket. Let's say it is Southwest. Again, we talked about this before. A friend of mine was flying Southwest, so he bought multiple Southwest tickets just to see which one came through. And you know, the Miami one came through. He lives in Fort Lauderdale. So now he has a nice little credit with Southwest. The key here is don't wait and try to figure out if your flight can get fixed. Have some backup options ready. And if you want to know the best time to book a ticket, we say do it when you can. You cannot predict the pricing. It is worse than the stock market. And last week, I did notice that everything was going up in price based on the cancellation news that was out there. And then I've seen it slowly been going back down. Slowly. Very slowly. You can always check flights.google.com to see if the price is high or low. And then the app Hopper to see if the prices are expected to be high for your dates. Yeah, it's just important to have a backup plan, get trip insurance, and don't sweat the small stuff. I've had so many conversations with people saying, well, should we move our trip because it's around Thanksgiving and we hear that all the airlines are going to cancel? We don't know this at this time. Now, last week, we talked about what to do in Cozumel when visiting there on a cruise. And this week is a complete 180. Yeah, this week's topic is something that we first discovered back in probably, it's like, 07 or 08. And I do want to give you the backstory. When we lived at our previous condo, which ironically we can see from our current one, we used to take cruise brochures down to our pool on on the weekends. 
with a few adult beverages and just pour over some of the amazing cruises that we wanted to do sometime in the future. Because at that point, we'd only done like one or two cruises. But we had all the brochures. Yeah, and back then, not too much was available online, and we were just getting in the travel business. So we had cruise brochures, like tons, and they were our Bibles. Europe was huge on our list because we had not been there yet, and we had tons of brochures, or technically they're more like magazines, from just about every cruise line out there. Some you would recognize, and others not so much. And there was always one type of cruise in particular one that we knew would be at least 20 years away, and we still haven't done it. And that was for two reasons. The first being time, and the second you might assume was money, but that's not really it. It's it's how could we work while being on this type of a cruise? And the answer is a world cruise. Now, world cruise typically lasts at least 100 days, and as you can guess, travels all over the globe. These cruises just became so popular for 2022 and 2023 seasons, and I'll say even into 2024, because they obviously have not been able to do them the past two years. So there is a pent-up demand for these. Now, you may be thinking, there is no way I can afford that, but you will be surprised. Because of the pandemic, more and more people are now working remotely. Why not do it from a cruise ship? Most of them have pretty decent internet. More, I would say, for email than anything else, or maybe social media. Plus, you can find free internet in just about every port. All you do is ask the crew. They always know. So these cruises typically start in January and end in April or May. But if you can't be gone that long, you can book segments of the cruise from a seven-day up to a full month or, or more. Exactly. It's all all based on where you want to be. If you want to jump, if it's a you know 110 day cruise and you just want to jump in for a few segments in the middle, you can do that because world cruises, I will say with a few exceptions, because a couple, I think Oceana and Silver Sea just sold out a couple of theirs. I know, right? Usually they, they don't sell out. And so that's why they let people pick some segments if they're available. So here are the main cruise lines offering world cruises in no particular order. Some of them you will know, some of you may not. Oceana, Cunard, Holland America, MSC, Seaborn, Crystal, P&O, Princess, Regent, Silver Sea, and Viking. The one thing that is surprising about this list here is that there is only one mass market cruise line. Every other line is at least a premium or, of course, a luxury brand. And that one mass market is MSC. So you you won't see a Carnival, a Royal, or Norwegian on this list for sure. It is not their type of client. They do those shorter cruises that they can turn over like every three to seven days. I call them the rinse and repeat itineraries. Yes, the turn and burn. Now, you heard Princess and Holland America. They're both part of Carnival. Carnival, their mass market line is Carnival. Every other line they have is a little bit of an upscale to a premium level is what we call it. MSC is different. They have a global, well-traveled clientele, and I am very impressed that they're doing this. So where exactly do you go on a world cruise? Well, just being on one would be amazing. Here is a quick disclaimer. Many of the world cruises, they do not sail fully around the world. They do, though, offer a chance to see a varied portfolio of lots of different cultures in one sailing. We're going to start with Oceana and their 180 days around the world on their ship, 
the insignia. And this one's pretty interesting because if 180 days is not enough for you, it is. You actually, though, can make it 196 days by starting in Miami instead of Los Angeles, which then will include a Panama Canal crossing if you want to do that. I think that's probably, if you're going to go 180 days, what's 16 more? Okay, I get it. (laughs) From LA, you'll head straight to the Hawaiian Islands before heading to the South Pacific and Australia. And then a host of Asian ports of call follow suit, spanning Indonesia to India. The voyage ends with visits to the Middle East, the Mediterranean, Northern Europe, Iceland, Greenland, Canada, and New England before ending up back in New York. And here's the kicker. You get an overnight stay in New York for the 4th of July holiday. That is a great way to finish a cruise around the world. Yeah, and that one is a pretty intensive one, too, for going oh, no, around lot, the world. That's a lot of different places you're going to see. That's a half a year. That is you, half you leave, a year. You're gone from January to July. Yeah, that is long, and it sounds totally amazing. I just don't know if I could be gone that long. I think we would be cruised out. I know, right? So another port? Now nah, we're going to stay in the room today. <laughs> the good news, though, is that if this isn't a fit, Oceana still lets you pick certain segments. So, for example, if you wanted to go Cape Town to Lisbon on a 24-night itinerary, that is an option. This full world cruise fare starts at 39799 per person, and the segments start at a price point of 5000 399. The segments, very good pricing, but don't let the $39,000 price point scare you. That breaks down to $221 per day per person. Yeah, that's not bad. And you've got your meals, your entertainment, and you're you're traveling the world for that. So that's actually a really good price. Yeah, you don't need to get airline tickets to go to all of these different destinations. I mean, think about it. You are literally in a floating hotel seeing tons of the world. I love this idea. Our next example is MSC. As we mentioned, it's the only mass market cruise line that does this type of a world cruise. And the price on this one will shock you for sure. This sailing takes place aboard one of their mid-sized ships, the MSC Poesia. And it is sailing round trip from Chavita Vecchia, that's the port from Rome, starting on January 4th of 2022. And it is a 116 night voyage. And I love some of these ports. So you are going to go to South America ports, Europe, Australia, and Asia before returning to Rome. This one can also be done in segments, which is something that MSC is known for. If you're on one of their regular cruises in the Med, You can choose which port to get on and off. Maybe you want to start in Barcelona or Marseille or Rome. You can do that, and then you still get a seven-day cruise based on the day you start. So that's something that I don't think anybody else does, and I think it's brilliant. But here's the shocker for this one. For the full cruise, this is for the 116 days, it starts at only $15,549 per person. That's insane. I mean... Think about that. If you break that down, that's $134 per night per person. That is a good price. You can't go to Disney for that. I know, right? (laughs) This is cheaper than Disney. It is. Imagine all of the destinations you'll visit on a world cruise. And it's not just the destinations, but the people that you will meet. People who do these world cruises are very well-traveled. And so when you're on a ship with people for 100 plus days, you get to know other passengers. You will get to know their families, even though their family isn't with them. I know, You're going to get to know everything about them. 
And what's fun is a lot of these people may have been to some of these ports in the past, and so they can give you some real good pro tips, or it may be everybody just adventuring for the first time together. I kind of like that idea of doing a really long cruise. Now, how would you balance your work if you were going to be doing one of these cruises? The first thing you'd have to figure out is time zone. Where are you going to be versus if your business is mainly in the United States? If you're in Europe, you know, it's like five, six, seven hours ahead, depending on where you are. And maybe you let everybody know, hey guys, at 9 a.m. U.S. time, Eastern, that's when I'm going to answer the day's emails. If you email me after that, I'll get back to you the next day. So then once a day, you can just kind of batch your emails and get them done and out of the way. Yep. And that's kind of the key is having a workflow plan while you're out. And if there are certain things that are really timely, make sure that you have like a support staff that can help you and assist for those very timely things. Because I know from personal experience, we always are working for the most part when we're out on our vacations. If we time block it and say, okay, before we get out of our cabin, we're going to spend, you know, an hour or two hours getting our work done. And then we can go and enjoy the rest of our day without having to be checking emails or thinking about things. It's more of, hey, we got our work done. So this does take a little bit of planning and setting the expectations because if you're spending the money to go on one of these world cruises, you should absolutely be enjoying these destinations. Another thing to consider is that as long as some of these cruises are, MSC for their regular cruises in in Holland America and Cunard and, and Princess, they'll offer drink packages. A drink package added onto a world cruise could be very expensive. So what you might want to do is consider one of the ultra luxury lines. I'll mention two right now. One of them is Crystal Cruises. They're usually ranked the top of the top every year. Their ships hold about 500 people. The Crystal Serenity does a 116-day world cruise in early 22, leaving either round trip Miami or LA. And again, you're going to visit everywhere. The Caribbean, the Panama Canal, Mexico, Hawaii, the South Pacific, New Zealand, Australia, Southeast Asia, India, Oman, Egypt, and Jordan before transiting the Suez Canal and route to Israel, Greece, Turkey, and the Med. The Atlantic crossing and routes Miami also include stops in the Azores and Bermuda. That's a true world cruise. I mean, that's you're pretty much going everywhere, almost everywhere in the world. You might not be hitting the poles. Yeah, you're not get hitting that. like, yeah. So this one you can also segment out, but it's kind of weird. You can, you can like do Miami to Monte Carlo. That's 102 nights. Why not just do the extra 14? LA to Monte Carlo, 86 nights. You know, if you're going to be gone that long, just do the full thing. Now, this pricing begins at 53646 per person. I'm not even going to break it down into the daily. That's the difference when you're at the top of the top luxury. Now, what's different with both Crystal and then I'll mention Silver Sea is all of your drinks, top shelf liquor, everything is included. So if you take one of the less expensive world cruises and you're paying for your drinks, depending on how good you are, you could equal some of these higher end cruises. Yeah, absolutely. And the drink packages usually end up being around $100 a day. And so that definitely factors into picking the right cruise. Silver Sea would also be another good option because they include some shore excursions with their cruises. They do. And Silver Sea is is using their ship, the Silver Whisper. And for 2022, they're calling it the tail of the tails world cruise that is a 138 day voyage begins january 5th and i'm pretty sure that one's sold out already i think it is it begins in fort lauderdale in january and then may 22nd ends in copenhagen and unlike most other world cruises this one operates in an east-west direction it also offers a north-south itinerary that stretches from iceland to antarctica 69 ports of call 32 different countries i mean that is 
amazing. Now, this one also, you can do the segments as well. Now, this one, and this, I, I was shocked at how much more this one is than Crystal. This one is 89000 per person. But again, you're going to be gone for half a year. Yeah, you're going to be gone for half a year. And they do include a little bit more. And what I like about Silver Sea is their ships are smaller. And so they can get into some pretty cool port stops that the other larger ships can't. And just imagine, again, we mentioned this before, imagine the people you're going to meet. You're going to meet the most well-traveled people on the planet. That alone is a, is a cool factor. Yeah, this is a great way to check a lot of destinations off of your bucket list. Imagine, yeah, imagine all those destinations. If you're interested and would like to book one or just get more information, we'd love to help you match you to the best itinerary and cruise line that fits your style. And as we always say, there are no two families or couples that are alike. And while you may have a blast on one cruise line, another family may not enjoy it at all, even though your families are like the exact same. You need to make sure you get matched to the perfect cruise ship because you're going to be on there for a long time. Yeah, this is not the type of cruise where you talk to your friend and his wife say, hey, let's do this together. It's like, yeah, the odds of your friends being able to take the same, like, you know, five months off, pretty slim. Yeah, right. Especially <laughs> with kids. I know a lot of homeschoolers that could really thrive on this. I mean, imagine the real world education that your kids would get by visiting 32 countries. I love it. So if this does interest you, reach out to us or your Creating Magic Vacations travel agent that shared this episode with you. A world cruise is a great way to turn some pages in your travel book, which leads us to our favorite saying. Remember, the world is a book, and those that don't travel, read only a page. Let's get you to the world cruise vacation.